Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, with another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today is our 100th episode. I can't believe it's been two years since I started this podcast. I, I wasn't sure how long I would do it for. Uh, prior to this podcast, I had the Modern Desk Jockey, and I did that for a couple years, and I enjoyed it. And I decided to start this one. And for a little bit of time, I was doing both. And then the Modern Desk Jockey ran its course. But I really have stuck with this one. I've enjoyed it. There's been some ups and downs, mostly ups. But you know, when you create content, there's some times where you're just like, do I keep going? But uh, you know, I have. I don't see myself stopping. I really enjoy it. I kind of I like doing the combination of interviews, but also some solo episodes. Today's going to be a solo episode for the 100th episode. And I think that adds a little bit of different, you know, give, give you a little bit of my point of view on some things and then also interview and try to extract information out of some of the experts that we've had on. A couple of my favorite aspects of having this podcast is just one is what I've learned. It's been amazing. It's like kind of going to a weekly masterclass of all the experts within our industry. So that's been great. And and two is just uh, the feedback I've gotten from the audience on what they've got from it. So it's been nice and it keeps me going and, I, and I'll keep on plugging away for sure. We've got quite a few guests lined up over the next couple months. So we're going to keep plugging away. But today we're going to do a solo episode and it's going to be on the XY axis of marketing. And it's from the Seth Godin online course that I'm taking right now called The Marketing Seminar. I think it's like $750 for the course and it's um, pretty extensive. There's a lot of information. This particular marketing seminar, it's basically on positioning. I think a lot of people have heard the term positioning and marketing positioning. And as chiropractors, I think we're we're doing a poor job of this in a lot of ways. I'm going to break that down a bit. But essentially what an XY axis, you probably remember this from math, but you've got the grid and um, your X axis is going to be, uh, you know, one point to the other. And then bisecting that is going to be your, your Y axis. So you could draw out an XY axis. So that's X will be the horizontal one and Y will be the vertical. And you should have four quadrants. Okay. Sometimes you've seen the math where there's just the one quadrant, but there should be four quadrants. I'm going to have a picture of this in the show notes and in the Facebook group. So I'll actually take a picture of the ones I came up with for my practice and put that on there so you get an idea. But essentially, you're going to have... So like on the x-axis, for instance, I've shared in this group a lot, what type of chiropractor are you? And it's an x-y-axis that... And again, I'll share this image, where on the one y-axis is bold on the top and then timid on the bottom. And then on the x-axis is uncertain on the left and knowledgeable on the right. And where the very effective communicators and chiropractors and just people in general, if you're an attorney or any type of profession, if you can fall into that bold and knowledgeable quadrant, which is like bold, smart, organized agenda, clarity of path, first-rate experience, doctor provides leadership, if you can fall into that, you're going to be really doing effective things and you're going to be an effective communicator. And so I've, I remember 
learning that. I've talked about this. I've, I've taught it. Uh, it's something that really stood out for me. So you're going to have these different quadrants. So on that same example, you could be bold, but uh, you could also be uncertain, right? So we don't like people that are uncertain, but they're bold, like kind of boisterous and loud, but they're not really certain what they're talking about. They come across as disorganized, loud, uncertain, bad experience, loss of trust. So that's an example of where you're now in a quadrant that's got one good, one bad, and it leads to bad. Then you have the other one, which could be knowledgeable and timid, which now the person, you know, they're timid, but they're smart and they're skilled, but they're just unsure of their influence. They're reluctant to lead the patient or the person and patient will stop coming in when uh, the results aren't really getting there anymore. They're just not feeling like the person is giving them a clarity of path. And then the kiss of death on this axis, axis is uh, uncertain and timid, which is a big problem, right? You know, no trust develops, very ineffective, and uh, it's just a bad patient experience. So that was my first experience with kind of an XY axis as it re- relates to chiropractic, and I really like that one. So I want you to to read through that one. The image you'll get, you'll have access to, and really work towards improving yourself to get to that bold and knowledgeable category. Some of it's going to take time, right? You're going to have to take time to become a knowledgeable chiropractor. It's going to be a process for sure. Seth Godin discussed this um, XY axis of positioning, gave a lot of examples, and I wanted to extrapolate that out even further to uh, chiropractic. And I think where some of the mistakes are being made are a few things. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with mine as far as my practice. I think there's a lot of different options here. I'm not going to try to tell you where you need to be. I will talk about where I think some of the mistakes are happening and some of the concerns I have. Um, so the, one of the first ones I drew out was, so my y-axis is expert at the top and non-expert on the bottom, wellness to the left, and on the other end of the spectrum is pain care. I've positioned myself as more of sports injuries and sports uh, medicine or sports chiropractic pain, acute pain, but we, you know, we have performance care as well, but I really wanted to position myself as the, the go-to person for an, an injury, in particular sports injury or back pain, neck pain, things like that. And so everything that I did was to get to that quadrant where I'm in expert and pain care. The next one I said was, and this is again, kind of your positioning is akin to your niche. I had another quadrant because you can draw out multiple XY axes. Okay. The next one I had was a Y axis of sports chiropractic on the top and on the bottom is general, like kind of a generalist. And then on the X axis, I had vitalist on one side and more evidence informed on the other axis. And I positioned myself more as up in that sports chiropractor evidence-informed. That's where I want to live. That's where my practice is going to be positioned. And and that's what I want to be known for. Okay. So that's my second one I drew out. The third one was Y-axis. So the horizontal one, low cost on one end and high value on the other end. You could put high cost as well if you wanted to, but I really try to position my marketing as they're going to get the value out of that. People like high cost if there's high value. They don't like high cost if there's not the high value. And then the y-axis is expert and non-expert again. So I used one of the similar y-axis, but a different x-axis. And so I really made sure that over time as I got, you know, I didn't come out of the gates with high cost, but over time as I gained expert, I then increased my fees and I got at a network with insurances. And so I've positioned my clinic 
to be high expert and high value. Whereas maybe insurance uh, practices that are in network or very low cash rates might be more into the low cost. Now, if you can get into high expert and low cost, you're going to probably do pretty well. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I just knew that for us, when insurance is in Florida, can, everybody's different. When all the insurances in network have gone down to like $40 a visit, I had to make a decision. And that was, I stay in network with everything and I see a ton of people and I change the care that I give to make a living or I keep the care that I want to give and I get out of network. And so I did that. And so then I had to position myself there. That is basically the three that I really did. I did a fourth one, which, you know, just for sake of being candid, I don't know if it's that good or not, but it's a low cost, high value X axis again. And then it's an extensive visit, like more time. And on the bottom is brief visits. Cause as chiropractors, we tend, we, you know, there are a lot of chiropractors that spend very little time with their patients. And so we position ourselves to be high value with more extensive visits, you know, more to more that we're offering as far as time and services. And so we want that to go to the value. So that's kind of the thought process of where I'm positioning my practice. And with all of that, you can kind of add it up to where what I want to make sure my community knows is that we're high expert sports chiropractic care with high value. And that's our niche. That's, you know, the people are going to come to us are going to understand that's what it's going to be. And we're going to repel some people. We've kind of earmarked some red flags in my practice where if someone schedules from like, say, Google or any other non-strong referral, and they happen to be in their young 20s or mid-20s, and they happen to be out of network, we kind of red flag that. When we put it on the schedule, we say, there's a pretty good chance this person's not going to come in, or they're going to come in once and not come back too often. Because frankly, you know, you might have high value, but if a person can't afford it, they can't afford it, right? Like, there's just no two ways around it. And typically that age group may not be able to afford it. So I know where I need a target. So for me, it would be not wise to then do marketing that targets that crowd, right? I need to know my demographic. Um, it may not be wise to target certain age groups, certain, like, uh, I'll give you an example. Again, Clarity CrossFit, right? We see a lot of CrossFitters, but we do find they tend to be in that 20-something crowd and are looking for maybe a little more cost-effectiveness. And so we've kind of noticed that that's, that's a reality in our community, and it's something that we're aware of when, when we are marketing. And so this positioning has really helped with being true to ourselves, providing the type of care that we want to, being very clear on it. And then that really helps our figure out our target audience. And then we have our target messaging that matches up with that target audience. And it's been very effective for us. And I don't want you to necessarily have to, you know, follow what, what we're doing, but I just want you to start thinking about this. I want you to draw out your quadrants, your X, Y axes. I really want you to make sure that you look at this bold, timid, uncertain, knowledgeable one that I'll give you and really work on fixing whatever is preventing you from being that, right? We all know great communicators. We all know charismatic people. We all know people that are bold and knowledgeable and they do well with almost everything they do professionally. So 
really try to work on that. You don't have to be perfect, but if you can get there, it would really help you out. So I think what's happening is a few mistakes I'm seeing with people in their positioning. And again, I'm just going to make observations. If you fall into this category, it's fine. There are people in every profession, every quadrant, every niche that are bucking the trends and they're doing great. They'll disagree with what I say here, but I think what's happening is we're finding some people that, um, there's an examples of chiropractors that are coming out of school and it's, and I feel bad for them because they can get in network with insurance plans. So they're at a network. So in theory, they're going to be high cost. And sometimes just patients want to be a network, even if the copay is the same price as the cash rate. They don't even care. They don't even ask questions like, oh, you're not in network. I'm not coming. So some of these younger chiropractors are at a network. So they have low non-expert, right? Just fact of the matter. And not everybody, again, but this is, this is happening sometimes. So they fall into the non-expert high cost quadrant. You can see how that could be a problem. So that's a mistake I'm seeing. I'm seeing other ones where they're extensive visits, right? I got, I have a pretty well-developed team. I don't do the exercise with patients. I don't do much of the soft tissue anymore with patients. I've got a CA, does my notes. I've got a pretty well-developed team. So we can have a patient come in for 30 minutes, but yet I'm not spending 30 minutes with them. Not everybody has that luxury. So we got some people that are falling into this category of extensive visits, so they're spending a lot of time with the person, but they're low cost. So now they've, they're just not making enough money. The math doesn't work. You know, they're, they're getting $60 for the visit and they're spending 30 minutes one on one with the patient. That's like $120 an hour. You're kind of getting into the massage therapy, personal trainer realm of income. That's bad positioning. You need to be positioning yourself as a doctor. And so we see that happening. That's definitely a problem. Uh, we see where some people are focusing on wellness. And they are kind of non-expert in it and they struggle. We see some people that are focusing on wellness and are expert at it and are really good at marketing and they do really well with it. They kind of, you know, people inherently when they're in pain, that's their pain point. They're going to come and see a chiropractor. Uh, when they're not, you're going to have to do a better job of educating and you're going to do a better job of positioning and being the expert. So it's, it can be a challenge. So understand that one as well. And then, you know, we're running into this problem. And this is where I may ruffle some feathers to where I, and I've made mention this before, but I see it on Instagram and Facebook. And there's a lot of chiropractors that are purely movement based, pure, like very exercise oriented, or even if they do adjust patients, their marketing doesn't really talk about that. Everything's about exercise and movement, which is fine. We do that in our practice for sure. I think it's great care, but you're putting yourself a lot of times in the eyes of your community, even though you may not see it. The eyes of your community may, may be putting you into the same quadrant as a personal trainer, as a massage therapist sometimes, as um, a strength coach, as an athletic trainer, maybe as a physical therapist. And so you've put yourself in a quadrant to where you don't really have any type of differentiation. Okay. And so they don't know why they want to come see you. Like, do I need to go see that person for exercise? Like, because I'm healthy or because I got pain or they're having a hard time connecting the dots. And there are examples of doctors that are chiropractors that are doing a great job of this and you can do it. But if you're going to, if you're going to do this, you're going to really have to do a good job of content marketing and getting your message clear to where your audience knows why they're doing it. 
But one of the big pitfalls of that is if you place yourself into the same category as a soft tissue person only or as an exercise person only, you can devalue your doctor income potential, right? You go to that $120 an hour, like I mentioned earlier, versus the three, $400 an hour. And people coming in because of that status you have as a doctor, that expertise, that, that, you know, high level expert. And so I want you to be careful that it's happening. I think a lot of chiropractors are struggling because of that, and you see their marketing, it's all about, you know, kettlebell swings and this exercise and then, you know, the new fancy exercise there is, or, and they're not actually doing any marketing that's showing that I'm a doctor. I treat sports injuries. We do biomechanics for sports injuries that supplements our treatment. We diagnose you. You can come here. We're going to examine you. We're going to diagnose you, figure out what's going on. We're going to get our hands on you and treat you. And you're going to get some exercise. Like they're not doing that. And so that's part of the problem that I'm definitely seeing with chiropractors. And I, th- I just believe that their positioning on this XY axis is uh, troublesome. And if they're not careful, they're going to have a hard time cutting through the clutter. And instead of finding themselves in a position where they are in the quadrant of, say, expert in pain care or sports chiro evidence-informed or expert high value, like those where I think people get it, they're going to find themselves positioned with physical therapists, exercise trainers, athletic trainers, fitness people, things like that. So be careful. There's plenty of chiropractors doing a great job with it. Maybe see what they're doing to position themselves well and and get out of that uh, kind of cluster that others could find themselves in. Uh, I would highly recommend reaching out to some of those that are doing it the right way if you're struggling. Okay. All right. So I wanted to go through what mine were, what some of the pitfalls of it were, and just make sure that you get really clear on your XY axis, own it, develop a marketing strategy around it, and and this will really help guide you into having a very good message in the community and have a following, build a tribe. This is how you do it right here. Okay. I hope that was clear. It, it gets complicated. You know, a lot of chiropractors are hearing marketing. They think it's Facebook and email and Instagram. There's a lot more to marketing than just the mechanics of it. There's a lot of in-depth psychology of it. There's positioning, there's the messaging, everything like that. So make sure you understand this, grasp it, get clear on it and Start dominating your niche and getting out in the community and using content marketing to then feed that niche. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share it with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.